0: You are listening to The After Party, after show of Not At The Party. I'm Brock Valassini and welcome back to another episode of The After Party. Thank you for subscribing and thank you for tuning in to another episode of The After Party. I love making these episodes because most of the time I lay in bed. Right now I'm sitting in bed recording this one, but I just love laying in bed and recording them. It's so much less effort than having to sit at my desk and record the other ones for like an hour and a half straight. And it just does my head in. But... The after-party episodes, they're my favorite. And the thing is, I wish I could, like, share them with everyone. But, alas, it is what it is. Today, I wanted to talk about TikTok commentary. Here's my issue. I am fucking sick to death of TikTok commentary. And if you don't know what I'm talking about by TikTok commentary, what I mean is, is, scrolling through my for you page and everybody just has shit to say about everything. Things on political things, pop culture, everything and anything that somebody can have an opinion on, they have to make it into a commentary video or they have to make it into some big deal, some big drama, some big dramatic bullshit. I don't know. I don't care. I don't even want to talk about it. Don't want to think about it. It fucking pisses me off just thinking about it. For example, Taylor Swift just released the new Midnight's album. Yeah. Which by the way, if you're wondering my thoughts on that album, I actually am starting to love it at first. I didn't like it. I listened to it and I was like, I don't know. I think it's kind of a skip for me because I do love some T-Swizzle in my playlist. A complete slut for reputation. I was about to call it revolution. I don't know why, but I'm a slut for reputation. I also love Lover and I also like, what's the other one I like? Hmm. What was the album before Reputation? I actually don't know. Was it 1999? Maybe. Not sure, to be honest. Although, yeah, I just love Reputation and Lover. They're my favorites, which makes me sound like a local. Although, I don't know. If you think I'm a local, I'm a local, then sure. But I'm just a Taylor Swift lover. And I listened to Midnight's and at first I was like, eh. But now, the songs I'm loving right now are Karma, Bejeweled, Antihero, and Vigilante shit, which I know are the ones that are most popular from the album right now, but I think it's because I'm hearing them so much on TikTok that I'm actually starting to enjoy them. On my first listen of those songs, I didn't really like any of them. I think Anti-Hero kind of stood out, but I was like, eh, don't know. Although I think there's going to be more that grow on me. I also did like Paris, which was the 3M editions one. But besides that, the point I was making is, is that Taylor Swift's music video for, I believe it was Anti Hero. Was it Anti Hero? Or was it Lavender? No, it was Anti Hero. It was definitely Anti Hero. And there was a scene in it where she's standing on, a, you know, scales and then it says fat. And when I watched that, I was like, you know, I'm not going to say I find it insensitive personally. I'm not in a position to say whether or not it's offensive or if it's not offensive or if it is insensitive, if it isn't. Well, I think I can judge if it's insensitive or not. And I don't think it is insensitive at all whatsoever. Clearly the point of this was to show, oh, of course I have my fucking water bottle in the eye of the camera. The intention behind it was to show like an idea of body dysmorphia and thinking that you look a certain way when you don't look a certain way or being told that the way you look isn't good enough or isn't up to standard with the social and public expectations for that matter. So I post pers- that's personally how I interpreted it. So don't take what I'm saying out of context, because that is how I interpreted what that was. And I believe that that's what was trying to get across is that, you know, everybody, even if you are the skinniest person to exist, you could still think that you were fat because you're insecure, right? Me personally, if I get on the scales and it says some large number, if that's a number that's been exaggerated in the media to be not good enough or to not be skinny enough to be healthy enough, of course, I'm going to look at that number and go, oh my God, I'm fat. I'm fat. I need to lose weight. And even if not then, if it's a normal number, I can still feel insecure about it and not good enough about myself because the number on the scale isn't matching to what I feel I am because the perception of other people, because my perception of myself is the way I see myself. But, you know, sometimes if you consider yourself to be fat or whatever, right, you feel like your perception from other people really reflects onto what they see in you. Good example is Billie Eilish's short film called Not My Responsibility. It's basically about the perceptions of other people seeing you as like different to the way you see yourself but not by your personality by your appearance one of the lines in it is like does my body def- it's like does my body define who i am or something and i think that's the idea that was trying to get across in this music video and if it wasn't that's okay but the commentary on tiktok right now is that Taylor Swift did this and this is insensitive to fat people and this and that and blah, blah, blah. If you think that, I'm not disagreeing with you that it's insensitive because if you take it as that, then sure. But my issue with this is is that why do we have to make every single thing in pop culture, in media, just in life in general, into an issue that needs to be commentated on? Then I'll go on to my next example, which is literally anytime somebody does something, any celebrity does something, anytime. Anyone on TikTok does something. Why does it have to turn into some big commentative, if that's a word, frenzy? Commentary frenzy. That sounds better. A big commentary frenzy. For example, Kanye West right now. Look, don't agree with anything Kanye West is doing. Not happy about it. Really fucked off about it. It's also, like, I'm just disgusted by Kanye West in general. It's very disappointing coming from someone with such a huge audience And knowing who his audience is and the influence he has over them. It's quite upsetting the shit that Kanye West is saying. But I don't want to go on TikTok and I don't want to see every single person on my For You page talking about, talking about, oh my God, Kanye West now did this. Here's my take on what Kanye West said. Here's why what Kanye West said is okay. Here's why what Kanye West said isn't okay. I quite literally don't give a fuck. Make it a news headline once and confirming, affirming that what he did is wrong and what he's is saying is incorrect and unfair, unjust, and is disgusting. That's all we need. We don't need a hundred different TikTokers of no relevance or importance putting their two cents worth in onto a situation to give him more spotlight and give him more light. We don't need that. We don't need to give more attention to this person than they already have. It is quite obvious that Kanye West says these things to get into the media. And sometimes I think maybe he doesn't and he is being serious, but either way, serious or not, he's still saying this stuff to spark headlines, to be controversial. And all all the TikTok commentary is doing is fueling that fire. Media has changed so insanely in the past few years, just because of TikTok alone, previously you'd see this situation in in exa- like for example would be all in news headlines and then all of the public opinion would come in in the comments now we have general ordinary people that are hopping on tiktok and just putting their two cents worth in to commentate on the situation to then spark more opinion to then spark more controversy to then spark more of a conversation around What is happening? I'm also now just realizing that I'm talking about Taylor Swift and Kanye West in the same episode. I'm sorry, Taylor. I love you. And I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect you like that. You both are very in the media right now. So it felt fitting to talk about. It is what it is. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's great that people are spreading awareness and making it known that this situation isn't okay whatsoever. I don't think it's okay, like I said. But we really... Just don't need all these different opinions on the situation, whether that be people agreeing or people disagreeing with him. Educate people and let them know why it's not okay, but you don't need to commentate with your own opinion on it. This also does apply to comment sections because comment sections have been the general, what would I say, like hub for commentation, for commentary and for opinion. But now that it's translating into content, I just don't give a fuck. I seriously don't give a fuck. Just educate people. All we need to do is educate people and let them know why this isn't okay. And that this isn't okay. Megan Trainor and also Kylie Ray Jepsen. Their music is kind of trending on TikTok right now. Megan Trainor has Made You Look and what's the other song? I made you look. And the other one is... Don't I make it look easy, baby? Both songs trending on TikTok, kind of. Like, they're kind of making a bit of a splash. And then on the other hand, we have Carly Rae Jepsen, who I haven't heard of her name since fucking Call Me Maybe back years ago. And now she's making a splash on TikTok with her song, The Loneliest Time, where she's like, how the fuck does it even go? What happened was we reached the moon got lasting space, I think we got there all too soon, but you know what, I'm coming back for you, baby, I'm coming back for you, now, here's my issue with that, both artists are incredible, Kylie Ray Jepsen, I would love nothing more but for both Kylie Rae Jepsen and Megan Trainor to have their moment again, to get their streams, build their audience again, whatever, I want nothing more than that for anyone's success in the music industry, really. I'll start with Carly. Carly has not been relevant for years, in my opinion anyway. To me, she has not been relevant. So that's just my opinion. If she's relevant to you, that's you. I'm just going to talk about me. My issue is that people are taking this 15-second clip, 15-second snippet from her song, and they're duetting it, and they're making TikToks with it, and they're making stitches with it, being like, Oh my God, Kylie Ray Jepsen is bringing back the pop music industry. Kylie Ray Jepsen is revolutionizing pop today. Kylie Rae Jepsen is bringing back real pop. Kylie Ray Jepsen is the queen of pop. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I seriously don't give a fuck. Nobody cares. The issue here is, is that people are just doing this for clout because it's becoming general public opinion based on this 15-second trending snippet of the song that people are liking and they're making it into something that's not the song in general it's fun it's not that great I don't personally don't think it's bringing back pop music or revolutionizing it or anything of that matter but if you do then I don't know that's you I just don't think so and I'm not trying to add my commentary on it but my my issue with this is is that People are just making these TikToks for the clout that that they know they're going to get with it. Emphasizing a general public opinion and perception of that snippet that is trending. It's trending, which already means that it's, there's going to be people that agree to begin with, but then go into the effort to make a TikTok to get people to agree and to spark conversation around Kylie Rae Jepson, you know, becoming the new pop girly or whatever it's just fucking irritating. It's so unneeded. Then we go to Megan Trainor. I haven't necessarily seen her on TikTok, not her specifically, but I haven't necessarily seen anyone on TikTok talking about her making waves with her new music. I think I have a few times, but it's been majority on Twitter of people tweeting like, oh my God, Megan Trainor is bringing back 2014 real pop music. I feel like, and then they're like, I feel like we're re-entering the 2014 pop music era, which was like iconic. (sighs) Nobody fucking wants that. I don't care if you think you want that, if that's what you think is great for music or what you think it is. Megan Trainor, her new album, it's, it's all right. Like it's good pop music. It's a good album, but repeating the same sound that existed in her music years ago and bringing that back to then try and re-spark and reignite that era of her career. Look, I don't think it's a terrible idea. I think it is smart because of now going into the new era of TikTok and like trying to pull back and pull in new audiences. I think it's great to kind of go back to that sound and people that are already familiar with it relating to it again. I think that's a good idea. What I don't think is a good idea is completely reusing that sound and not evolving your music not showing any growth with it. I personally think that Megan Trainor, her music was making good growth in 2019, 2018 ish when she was releasing like Wave. The I can't think of the the title of the album she released in between or EP whatever it was. But she changed her sound to be more of like a synthy pop kind of sound, and it was really good. The music was fucking good. It just didn't get the attention it deserved because she started to kind of fall off the face of the planet. And the promo she was giving that that era of music wasn't good. Now she's going back to the 2014 sound and she's trying to reignite that flame. And it's getting good promo, but I just don't think it has the longevity to it to be worth doing. And that's why it pisses me off with the commentary that Twitter gives being like, Megan Trainor is bringing back real pop again. Kylie Ray Jepsen is bringing back real pop again on TikTok nobody gives a flying fuck. If the music resonates, let it resonate. We don't need to make content about it. Let it be. The final thing I wanted to add is the one thing that fucking pisses me off the most about TikTok commentary are the videos where it'll be, for example, I'm trying to put my finger on the exact video type that it is, but it's similar to the videos where they go, they'll, they'll stitch a video and they'll go, I'm a trained psychologist and this is my thoughts on this. Uh, Congrats on being a trained psychologist. I don't care. I don't want to know. I don't care about what your opinion is. Okay. Similar to the Kylie Jenner situation where she was posting really casual TikToks trying to be all authentic. She was putting, there was all these people stitching it being like, this is going to be the new trend. This is the new thing. The Kardashian family know what they're doing. This was all calculated. Kylie is trying to force her authenticity, so that we all are tricked into relating to her, and being like her, oh my god, can we just shut up, we don't need all of this explaining, and over analyzing of things, we don't need to go into detail of every single little thing, why can we just not let situations exist, currently, and just presently, let it be, let it unfold as it is, we don't need explanations of things, we don't need added opinion to things. We don't need commentary on things. Just let everything exist as it is. Let Kylie Jenner do her thing. We don't need a marketing expert or a behavioral, a behavioral, I don't know, fucking psychologist to analyze the way someone's behaving in a video or someone's acting. We do not need that. It is such a waste of content and it's such a waste of, oh, it just fucking pisses me off so much because it's just so unnecessary and unneeded. I would understand the Kanye situation, for example. I understand why that is sparking con- conversation on TikTok because people do want to educate. But with that being said, the commentary that comes with it is still unnecessary. Don't need it. Let it be wrong. Let it unfold. Let all of these companies drop Kanye because he's a fucking idiot and let him get everything that's coming for him. But let's educate people and spread awareness On what Kanye is doing and why it's wrong. Rather than having to make all these TikTok videos explaining your opinion on it. Your POV as a behavioral brain psychologist, fucking brain surgeon. I don't know. Somebody's literally made a stitch about Emma Chamberlain being like, this is why Emma Chamberlain isn't as relatable anymore. Emma Chamberlain isn't relatable because she doesn't appeal or relate to audiences anymore. Her architectural digest recent video of her new house is millions of dollars and she spent sixty thousand dollars on a lampshade that looks like chains hanging above her dining table and people aren't relating to her anymore because she's so rich and she's a model and she has everything that anybody of her age could ever dream of so she's not relatable i don't care i don't give a fuck let emma chamberlain be If the audience wants to relate, they will watch her and relate to her. If they don't relate, they won't watch her. We don't need the commentary. We don't need the opinion. We don't need to drag on every single thing. Thank you. That is the end of this episode of The After Party. Stop fucking commentating everything on TikTok. Goodbye.